Welcome to another episode of the AlbumReview.net podcast. I'm Greg Potters. This one's going to drop a big crack in your skull. With exception of Black Sabbath's self-titled debut album, this is the greatest heavy metal album of all time. One could say this music is maybe a little bit more thrash metal. So Webster's Dictionary's definition of the word thrash is one, noun, an act of thrashing. Two, rock music, such as heavy metal or punk rock, that is extremely fast and loud. Other definitions found include the following. Thrash metal, or simply thrash, is an extreme subgenre of heavy metal music, characterized by its overall aggression and often fast tempo. The songs usually use fast percussive beats and low register guitar riffs overlaid with shredding style lead guitar work. The lyrical subject matter often includes criticism of the establishment, opposition to armed conflicts, and at times shares a disdain for the Christian religion with that of black metal. The language is typically direct and denunciatory, an approach borrowed from hardcore punk. End quote. I realize I just didn't say the quote before that, but you get the point. Well, you probably peeked at the album before hitting play on this review, so you likely already know. But if you didn't peek, the aforementioned album is Metallica's 1986 masterwork, Master of Puppets. But before we get started, for those of you wondering what drove me to pick this album, for those of you wondering what my qualifications are, do you know who I am? No, I, I can't say that I do. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. That's right. So sit back, take a chill pill, and enjoy this review of the greatest metal album in history, Metallica's third album, 1986's Master of Puppets. Metallica. Metallica is a four-piece band originally out of Los Angeles, California, 
who relocated to the San Francisco Bay Area in the early 80s. Forming in 1981, Metallica is best known for defining what would later be called thrash metal. Since the mid to late 1970s, heavy metal music had already been present in the underground and popular music scene for a few years. Heavy metal can be considered a mixture of punk, classical, and jazz mixed into one, typically with a higher volume of musicianship and technical chord progressions than its preceding genre, punk. Before the release of their third studio album, Metallica was an up-and-coming thrash band playing hard and fast metal music for fans who wanted to swing their necks, bang their heads, and throw up their fists in a repetitive motion. And when they released Master of Puppets in 1986, the band really pushed the limits in musicianship. Master of Puppets brought heavy metal and thrash metal to the forefront, requiring technical musicians outside the genre to finally pay attention and admit that this band knew how to play their instruments and they knew how to play them well. Recorded in Copenhagen, Denmark, the album begins with a surprising classical guitar that's likely confused most people the first time they listened. The presence of a classical guitar perhaps convinced listeners that they had accidentally maybe purchased a Spanish guitar compilation album? (laughs) Before one can be convinced, a train jumps out of the speakers going 700 miles an hour, waking you up from whatever relaxed state you were just in. The opening track, Battery, gives you a progressively faster beat 
that builds and builds and builds until rhythm guitarist and lead singer James Hetfield's vocals come out of nowhere. The song quickly forces the listener to pay attention. Metallica is doing everything they can to get you to pay attention. What's different about Master compared to other metal albums, it's, it's not necessarily its speed, but its writing. Also, it's technical makeup and a message of global paranoia. Avoiding other metal cliches with songs that discuss banging your fist in the air, Master explores the topic of abuse of power. With several war references, it was the first album that made me think deeper about the meaning of war. I always viewed war as a necessary evil when I was a kid. It was the good guys versus the bad guys. And we, of course, we were always the good guys. The Master of Puppets made me consider that there are other points of view in the world about war. It never brought me to one conclusion. It never brought me to one opinion. It just simply got me thinking. The title track to the album is likely its strongest piece, which is A Tall Order. Fast tempo verses that bleed into a melodic chorus are Metallica's claim to fame, and they bring it out for the very first time, I feel, on their third studio album here. What might be most impressive are the time signatures of drummer Lars Ulrich on this album. Ulrich utilizes a double bass drum approach in Latin breakbeats. So I consider myself lucky. I was born with a natural sense for a musical beat and a musical rhythm. 
Some have it and some just do not. I did a lot of drummer mimicking as a young musician. I remember rarely being able to air drum to Lars's drum beats when I would listen to Metallica records. And for many of you who know me, Lars and Rush drummer, God rest his soul, Neil Peart, were the two drummers I could never figure out how to even pretend to copy. I'm Greg Potters with albumreview.net. Are you looking to start your own podcast? I can save you a ton of time and money by helping you launch, publish, and grow your podcast. So this includes things like finding the equipment, the software, and tips and tricks that are gonna be right for you and your budget. Also, if you're looking for things like editors, designers, or you just wanna find out what the best platform to use is, that's what I do. So you can find me at albumreview.net or message me directly at gpotters at albumreview.net. of melody and thrash continues on this album in tracks such as The Thing That Should Not Be, Welcome Home Sanitarium, Disposable Heroes, and Leper Messiah. Once again, breaking the tradition earlier metal bands had followed of similarly fast tempos where the intention was to take it to the fastest speed. These tracks cover such topics as war and evangelical abuse of power all tied into a galloping rhythm section that certainly gets your blood pumping. Even to the back half of the album, bassist Cliff Burton writes and presents his instrumental monument, Orion. This song brings orchestral, classical notes together with mid-tempo riffing by Hetfield and lead guitarist Kirk Hammett. Burton's bass takes over four minutes into the song and brings it in a totally different direction. 
certainly, in my opinion, making it a ballad. Burton was tragically killed in a bus accident while the band was on tour in Sweden, supporting this album in 1986. And even as I do this review here in 2023, almost 2024, it's clear in interviews that the band has still not fully recovered emotionally from Cliff Burton's death. Metallica did go on to hire a new bass player, Jason Newstead, to record their follow-up album, Injustice for All, in 1988, and several other follow-up albums. And a third bassist would join the band in 2003, Rob Trujillo. After Newstead left to pursue outside musical ventures, Metallica auditioned several bass players, and when Trujillo finished his private audition with the band, guitarist Kirk Hammett is known for saying, no one has played those notes like that since Cliff. And just, just hearing Kirk Hammett say this gave me goosebumps, as he said this to his bandmates on camera during the band's 2004 documentary, Some Kind of Monster, you could tell Trujillo was going to be their next bass player. Master of Puppets rounds out with Damage Incorporated, which is another nod to rants about senseless violence. To the general listener, one may hear this album and think Metallica is promoting violence. The lyrics on Master of Puppets do quite the opposite. They force the listener to think.
Hetfield and Ulrich's writing are considered a masterpiece. I know I've said that word a billion times, but it's the freaking truth. It's a masterpiece outside the metal community as well, pairing with more of an intellectual style of writing than albums in the past. Certified six times platinum, this album was also selected by the Library of Congress in 2015 for preservation in the National Recording Registry for being, quote, culturally significant. So do what I did many, many years ago. Pick yourself up a copy of the greatest metal album of all time, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Thanks again for listening to this review of Metallica's Master of Puppets. Master was Metallica's third album. And man, what a groundbreaker it was, huh? So if you're interested in any of the albums or books that I've discussed in this episode or previous episodes, go to albumreview.net and pick up a copy of your own. Listen to all my podcast album reviews at albumreview.net by clicking on the podcast tab. They can also be heard wherever podcasts are available. Please follow the show on your preferred platform so you can get regular updates on new episodes. And also, if you guys would be so kind as to pop a quick review or rate the podcast, that helps move the needle and get the word out there. I do want to hear from you. Please email me your feedback, album review requests, and any questions you may have to gpotters at albumreview.net. That's G-P-O-T-T-E-R-S 
at albumreview.net. If you'd like to get regular updates on reviews, interviews, product and music news, go to the homepage and join the mailing list. Visit our YouTube page and stay tuned for updates on Instagram, Facebook, and that thing they call TikTok. You can find me at albumreview.net. Cool. All right, we're done. Have a good one, guys. down by the highway take a trip 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 down by